All right, y'all, welcome to the Next Level Podcast. We are live from GXX, and I'm here with Tim Wenzel, uh, co-founder of The Kindness Games, an all-around awesome dude. I've known Tim for many, many years. I'm super excited to get him on the podcast and, and chat with him today. Um, so, Tim, uh, I'm not going to ask you to give you too much of your background. If people are interested, they can go to your LinkedIn page. They can see all about it. They can see it all. They can see it all. What I'm interested in discussing is is a few things. Let's start with, we're here at GSX. Um, day three, things are going to be wrapping up today. You know, real-time feedback. How's it been? How, how have you enjoyed it? Any any uh, observations or things you want to talk oh, about? Oh, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. I, I got jealous when I saw Brabowski on there. I was like, <laughs> no, no, he can't come on before me. Uh, so, no, I appreciate this. Um, GSX was really, really good this year. I think the floor was more full mm. than last year even. Um, and I think people were a little less freaked out about being in person mm. too. So it was very collaborative, very, I mean, so last year in Atlanta, Lee and I, um, that was our first meeting together, our first time out anywhere together. And a lot of people's first security conference back in person. Mm. And we met like 300 new people that year. Um, I think we're close to 500 new people that we've met, not yeah. people that we know, right? new people that we've met. And it was, it's been crazy just to, to be able to go no further than 10 feet yeah. and be stopped over and over and over again. But it provided an opportunity as well. Yeah. Um, and what we ended up doing was telling people that were first timers, people transitioning from law enforcement, uh, or people that didn't feel particularly well networked, um, we said, look, people are looking for us. We're going to meet a lot of people. So if you walk with us, you get to meet all those people as well. Yeah. Uh, and that has been such a fun time to get the energy around newer people in the industry. And let's talk a little bit about that because that was an intentional yeah. decision that you guys made. So um, we... So, yeah, <laughs> we're live here, folks. We're, we're live here. here. <laughs> we got people trying to get our attention. So, um, you guys didn't just show up and it's like, hey, we'll introduce a bunch of people and it'll be great. You could have done that. That's what most people do, right? Like, but right. there was a plan coming into it. So, tell me a little bit about the plan yeah. that you and Lee put together. So, so after last year, um, we were blown away. Uh, and so, coming into this year, I said, you know what, Lee? we need to do a little more playing around this. Uh, if we're going to meet people, we should make it easier. So let's look at the agenda and find out what sessions we're 100% going to, uh, what after parties we're going to, um, and where can people find us? Uh, kind of like a public agenda. So we put that together, we put that on the Google Drive, we shared it on the Kindness Games LinkedIn site. Uh, we put that out there, but then I, one of our one of our values uh, for leading with kindness is mindfulness and purpose. Like, why are we going? The interesting thing is, like, Lee and I don't do this for Lee and I. We do this to uplift people around us, right? That's the whole theme of the kindness games. And so I said, hey, WhatsApp groups hold like 100 people. We know people who are TKG alumni who have finished uh, their 30 post journey. Who are going we know people like yourself uh who will never finish but but our uh, supporters <laughs> tkg allies who are going 
would love to see and coordinate. And those types of people tend to be pretty well known in the industry. And then starting four months ago, there were so many LinkedIn messages. Hey, Tim, you don't know me. It's my first GSX. Um, do you think maybe we could meet up sometime? Um, and I would like some advice on like how to network. Hey, do you think maybe you could introduce me to so-and-so at GSX? I hope you can find time. And, and these were pouring in and there's not time for everybody. Right. I mean, physically. So I said, hey, why don't we put together a WhatsApp group of our friends, some quote-unquote influencers, which is kind of a weird term, but yeah, hey, yeah. you're in there. <laughs> we are. We're on that list. And um, I said, and then let's let's bring in the new people, the, the people who have never been to GSX, the people who don't feel like they're network, uh, the people that are transitioning from military law enforcement. Let's put them in the same group. And so we did. We started that two weeks out so that everybody could get everybody's number, everybody introduced themselves, everybody pre-networked with 96 people in that group now. And then every morning, here's where we're going. Here's the sessions we're going to be at. I'm on the floor here. Last night, I talked to a couple people who I didn't know before this who were on that group. And I said, hey, was that like a waste of time or just like a lot of noise? Like, it was fun. Yeah. There was a lot of banter yeah. all the time. And, and, and three people were like, one guy said, I've been to GSX before. Best GSX ever because of this group. Because I always knew where people were going to be. I always knew people, found people I knew. Right. Two of the other people who had never been to GSX said they felt overwhelmed at GSX and actually may have left early had it not been for this group. Right. But this group connected them, introduced them to people, gave them family here. And I, so from my perspective, you know, the coolest thing, I don't know how many, there's maybe when you, when you first opened the group, there was like 20 people, you know, there was like, there was just, like, yeah. it was just like, and then people so there was this network effect so first like my perspective on it was there's a there's a group there's there's buckets of like closely connected people right there's the gsd tkg network which is you know yep. two dozen of like folks who know each other we've known each other for years and things like that and then there was so folks who i like linkedin knew right yep um, and then there's people I, ne I like never, I had to go look them up. I've never heard of this person. Right. And so times, a lot of those actually, exactly. Right. So, um, but they knew somebody, right. So like my friend, Joe, who we presented with first GSX ever, he's been in the industry for as long as us, but he's never been in one of these. Um, he did like, he, he now met 80 new people yeah, because of that, that experience. Right. And, and, and so it, it had this crazy network effect of one, like my, my, like as much as I like to talk and I'm an extrovert in certain situations, I hate going to a networking event by myself. It's super uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but I, and I showed us, so I showed up at Texas night, got in on yep. Sunday all by myself. And I knew 50 people that I knew were going to be there. And we all showed up. Together. We all showed up together. And then I, and, and it wasn't like, like I saw you post about it. So I'm coming and I know you for 30 days. Yep. There's been this anticipatory excitement about we're all going to get together and be that. And so the learning opportunity for me and community building was the most fascinating part yeah. around how you guys intentionally brought that through. 
cool story, a spin out fantasy football drafts are starting to happen. I know. It's right? ridiculous. And so all this fantasy football banter started to happen in there. Literally a TKG crew football fantasy. And we created a spin-off group to, to talk about, to first help each other uh, with with uh, fantasy football drafting. And then now we're like bantering about it. And a whole new friend group has formed out of this around that. And how many people who know nobody don't have a fancy job in yeah. the industry don't have the privileges that many of us have yeah. will now have a friend for life somebody yeah. who can mentor them yeah. somebody who can introduce them to yeah. people yeah you know there's an interesting thing texas night was overwhelming yeah there were so many people right. there it right. was awesome and i met this lady lily um and she literally showed up in front of me and said hey so and so and i can't remember who um, I am looking for resources in this part of the industry. Mm. And so-and-so said, go talk to that guy. He'll get you hooked up. Yeah. And she's like, so who are you? So who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> and so I introduced myself and I said, Hey, if you want to meet these people, just come hang out with me. And yeah. she gave me a look like he might be a creeper, yeah. <laughs> which is fair. Which is a fair assessment of us. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I said, Hey, let's go yeah and so we walked and we turned the corner and five people stopped me and i introduced her to five people and then we walked and we i tried to walk past stephanie drysdale and she was like hey tim and she met stephanie drysdale yeah exchanged cards yeah we went and we ran into uh christian west and the crew we went yeah. we ran into chuck randolph and yeah. the crew. We ran into all these people we ran into the privacy 360 guys trinity over yeah. there and uh all of the people yeah and within like 20 minutes she said oh my god i have 100 cards so the and so the interesting thing is um large organizations tend to overthink yeah mentorship networking things like that in uh 60 days through the power of a whatsapp group and the network effect of kindness and connection like you've you and Lee and the, everybody else who participated who bought in right because some people could have and and like my friend Joe you know he was like this is like I had to mute the group this is I'm watching I'm reading I'm connected um, and so you had you know some of the group just being a voyeur yeah but they still connected here in person they exchanged cards they exchanged information another thing we did was promote people to put their LinkedIn QR in there. Yep. Um, so people never people knew how to do that, yeah, right? Yep. So like, um, and uh, and then you know, dropped like you said earlier, you put in the agenda in there to say this is where we'll be, this is where we're doing. In case my first GSX, I think about it, I was like Orlando, 2017, right. 18, something like that. I, it was a, frankly, it was a waste of my time because I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was there all by myself, overwhelmed. I just wandered the floor. Um, I'd run into some of my, you know, I was an end user. So some of the guys who sell me shit were like, Hey, we want to go out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, not really. Like I was like, it just, it felt not great. Right. Um, I met a few people there and then though, but those have turned out to be lifelong relationships. You yeah. take that and you, and you, and those are the Mike B's, the Angela's, the, uh, Rick or the Nick Pintero's, right. Yep. The Ed Bachelor's like that crew of like early young professionals in the ASIS you know, world. Um, but it was, it was kind of by accident. Like it was, so I was lucky that yeah. I kind of fell into that. 
Um, and so, and so that's great. So, um, so shifting gears a little bit now. So how do you, what's your thought process on, you have this great, you had this great opportunity, this great event where people are going to be there, you bring them together. So where does it go from here? So, so what can we do as, um, you know, leaders, influencers, mentors, um, you know, not young people, it's still young at heart, Tim, we're very young <laughs> at heart. We're probably not very mature. Um, but we ain't, we ain't, yeah, but, but we ain't spring chickens anymore. And I feel like we have an obligation that we can keep this moving and growing. So how, so where does it go from here? So, I mean, here's the thing. If you have profile in the industry, if you have that influencer title or you want that title, why? So the people within our group, <clears throat> I, you know, so Natasha Ryan, she's awesome. She finished her, uh, initial TKG journey yesterday with me. And her final shout out was to the TKG crew because she's been at it for over two years. Not as long as you. I, I'm, I'm up there though. I'm on and, day 13. Um, I'll close out eventually, Tim. No pressure. And um, she welled up with tears in her eyes if you watch that video. And she talked about the struggle through COVID. Mm. And this group, many of she, whom she'd never met in person, kept her afloat, kept her motivated, kept her connected. Um I had three people that were here this week on that WhatsApp group who came to me almost tears in their eyes and said, I didn't know people like this existed with insecurity. Yeah. I thought everybody just kind of sucked. Yeah. Which is a sad yeah. thing. So go ahead and use your influence to elevate those around you, whether it's a leadership idea, whether you push technology whether you do anything right elevate others yeah the reason you have the platform should not be just to elevate your profile what i mean it's a nice side effect right right bring others along in that journey you struggled when you started i struggled when i started we all have been there look around it's not hard to pick out the person who's struggling it doesn't matter if they're 20 years old fresh out of college and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, I have an internship and I came here to prepare for it. Or, or, or if they're a 45-year-old fresh out of the government with the same look. Right. And the same insecurity. Yeah. Take them by the hand. I mean, Say, that's, me. that's the misnomer is that it's an age thing. My, my CMNT is five years older than me and a tech CEO. Wow. Who's brand new to the industry. And so the wonderful, fantastic Katie Griotti yeah, comes awesome. to me and says, I got an idea. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm scared, but I'm excited. Let's go, Katie. She's like, you're, because unfortunately the first mentee they matched me with ghosted. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and so, but, um, I, so I had a decision to make of like, is okay. Like I'm, I'm out then like, blah, blah, blah. I went back to Katie and said, match me with someone else. Like we tried, but right. I, you know, I'm, I'm in. So she goes, I have somebody and I got to find the right person. They're older than you. They're a female, they're a CEO, but they don't know anything about the industry. Would you be interested? I'm like, yes, do it. Let's nice. go. And, um, because she's in the same boat. She's like, I don't know anything about security. I had this great product idea. I'm well-funded. I'm ready to go. And all of a sudden I was like, I was like, tell me about your, like, we didn't even talk about anything, but I said, tell me about your idea. 
tell me about your product. Like, I want to know about that. I want to get to know you. Yeah. Um, and pulled me right in. So I'm like, cool. Two things. One, I will help you however I can, wherever I can. First thing, who do you think I introduced her to? Right out of the shoot. Think uh, of Leodess. Yeah. But so I uh, sent him Lytic, to Rob Lytic. Think about females in the industry. Brittany Galley. Brittany Galley, Mary Gamble, yep. right away. Absolutely. I'm like, you need to get connected with some power influencers yep. that know all the shit you need to know so that you don't have to go stumble around in the dark. These two. Then you need to go to ISC because that's where you're going to yep. find the people that matter to you. GSX didn't really make sense because what she does is is not here. But I said, eventually, come to GSX too because you'll meet 500 people. Right. We'll put you in the WhatsApp group. Right. So, yep. so like, you know, if you bring that intentional um, paying it forward, right? So, so at the end of the day, and I'm sure you can feel the same way, when I was a 20-something, people took chances on me. Right. When I got that first leadership job, someone said, I'm going to give you a shot. When I failed, they gave me another shot. Yep. And then when I fixed myself and got into another role and, and, and took that feedback positively, I mean, you and I, like very freshly within the last couple of years, have been laid off from jobs that we were very excited about. Sure. We just fucking kept going, though. Right. Because that's just an opportunity to do something new and do something different. Well, and the power of the network, too. Right. hundred uh, percent. Because I did apply for an interview for a few jobs, but my main contenders were people that were already aware of who yeah. I was. Yeah. And they brought me in for who Tim was, not what his resume said. Since 2011, I've never applied, like cold applied for a job that I got. Good for you. Never. Because it, it, I, I yep. mean, I don't know that it works. <laughs> this, this is my fourth consecutive role that I applied for after the guy said, we're going to hire you. You need to apply. Exactly. Um, you need to go through the process, yep. but like we want you. Right. Yep. And, and that was, and every single one was network based yeah. on people that I've connected with some, you know, out of nowhere, some that I've known for years. So when the opportunity was available, Hey, you know, come here. Um, and so that's the, like, so, I mean, maybe we'll touch on that and we can, um, uh, you know, see where the conversation goes, but the, um, as we're talking to younger professionals yep. and the power of the network, you know, that's a strong byproduct is that this, like, if you want to do a job, go find someone doing that job and, 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 the, and, and it isn't, Hey, hire me. It's, Hey, can I learn from you? Right. Right. So talk a little bit about that. When you, you, you talk, there's a lot of young people that I think interact with you that listen to you. Um, so, you know, what's your, um, advice and recommendation for them to build that network, to pursue that next job? Like how, how do they construct that? Yeah. Well, the first thing that I do with, um, if you're a mentee of mine, the first thing we're going to do is go over your personal brand. Mm. Um, and most likely create one for you. Mm. Um, and that is a strategic vision exercise. What's the North Star? Like, who will you be at the end of your career? Who would you want to become as a person when you have grandchildren learning from you? Like, let's look that far down the road. And it's not a job. It's a quality of character. And how do we build that into a brand? 
an experience that you want people to have. So if you're being my mentor or if you're being my mentee, this is what we're going to do first every time, no yeah. matter what, because people don't know who they are. Right. And that freaks them out. Second, get on LinkedIn, create a decent profile, start searching companies um, or jobs within, or, or roles within the area that you're in and plus up your Starbucks card and go buy a ton of coffee. It's super easy to say, hey, I'm looking to get into this type of industry, this type of role. Can I talk to you about what it's like? Yeah. How you got there? I would just like to understand more. Everybody takes that meeting. Yeah. Um, and then and anybody who you want to be talking to takes that meeting. Yeah. That's that's the the, the, the ones who who are wired the way to help others are yeah. are 100 percent gonna. And now with uh, Zoom and, and and virtual conferencing, it's even easier. Yeah. Right. You can you can do it with people all over the world in different industries. You can target people at companies and say, hey, I would love to work for this company for these reasons. Help me understand what it's like to work there. Right. What they look for in people. And people will do that. Also, get connected with recruiters and HR people. They have the jobs. They, they literally yeah. own them. Right. Um, so networking with them, asking them about the company, asking them to say, yeah, I don't even ask, look at my resume. Usually they will ask, like, hey, can I look at your resume? But I am trying to get to this destination. Here's where I'm at. What would you suggest? Right. And that becomes a project plan. You can say, like, okay, I'll go do this and come back. Hey, I did that. What do you think the next steps are? Is there somebody I could meet? Yeah. Could you introduce me to somebody that can help me understand this role a little bit better? This is the way to do it. And and along the way, somebody's going to say, let me see your network. Yeah. Or, let me see your resume. And they're going to say... Why did you write it this way? I, I've known you now for like three months. You're obviously not just this person on paper. You need to do this. Right. And it's going to feel weird. Yeah. But then people will start helping you craft who you need to become. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're it. And the power of that, Tim, is that if you're anything like me, um, that was probably a 10-year learning journey yeah. to stack all. It was a lot of trial and error and effort and feedback um, and, and, and bruises along the way, right? Everyone looks at uh, where you are today and they assume it was just this clean line right up. No. And it was this wavy line all up and down <laughs> and all around. And it's, and it's, uh, um, but here's the magical thing, and I want to get your thought on it because I've done a lot of reflecting on this maybe in the last two years or more is um, just because it was hard for me and it took me a while doesn't benefit me to say it's got to be tough for you too because I like the idea of shortcutting it for the people I'm working with and saying it took me 10 I'd love for it to take you too right because think about how much more you can do and unleash yeah. if you if you could do this sooner so i'm going to give you the roadmap you still got to do it i gotta i gotta tell you man <clears throat> this is fresh in my mind so uh october you're having Irwin on right yeah yep uh so he and i just met last night for the first time in real life i've been on the next gen steering committee all year yeah um and uh so he's like oh i'm so excited to meet you and everything we spent four hours together last night at uh or maybe maybe three hours at the ep mixer event yeah. at maverick had and we just found a table and sat and talked and and he said look this is my goal and i said okay over 20 plus years in the industry 
here's what I learned is holding you back. And I, I talked to him about different things. And I pointed out his insecurity. Yeah. The insecurity we all have. have. Yeah. We all have it. I have it. Yeah. And I said, here's why you're going to take a decade to gain traction. Unless you do this. And I walked him through. This is how you become recognized as an expert. This is how you build your personal brand so that when you're in tough situations, when you're receiving the spotlight that you don't want to receive, right? when you're getting pulled onto the carpet and most people are falling apart, like, yeah. what should I say to get out of this? How, how will I be? What will they think of me? Right. If you create your brand and you make sure people experience you the way you want them to experience you, they won't think anything different of you ever. It's just... Hey, I had a hard time and I didn't, I didn't, you know, deliver this time. Next time like this, I said, why am I a uh, expert quotes, air quotes, everybody <laughs> uh, on leadership, risk management and kindness. Yeah. And, and I'm not that smart, but you know what? I branded myself right. as leadership, risk management and kindness. It's the only thing I do at any job I have. It's the only thing I talk about ever. And now, after a couple years, nobody comes to talk to me about anything outside of leadership, kindness, and risk management. I have 100 conversations a week, and every conversation is about the same thing. And I'm either professing and sharing what I know, or I'm hearing a new perspective and I'm learning. Right. How quick can you become an expert? If you only ever think about and talk about three things right. and you're either sharing your ideas or learning the ideas, you can do it in two years. And you don't, then you don't have to say no to that. I think what, so a few things I want to, I want to, I want to peel out of that is that when we're young, we think this is me, but I, I think you might agree with me. Um, I need to get on councils, committees and get certifications. That's how I become an expert. Well, that's how you build a network. Yeah. But, and you but get I thought, I thought for me, it's like, I'm going to go get a PSP because then people will take me seriously. Yeah. So I got a baby face and I show up in a room and like, then, you know, so I'll build and, and maybe there's, there's, I mean, there was value to it. So I'm not, I'm not sitting here at ASIS ripping certifications, Absolutely. but I am saying that they're a point in time product that do not give you magically overnight some sort of value and expertise yeah. above and beyond you've passed the test. There's a reason why you have to recertify, and I think that's the you know the value you get out of it. Um, so that's one thing. So so intentionally thinking about what do I want to be known for, and immersing yourself, immersing in yourself it. in it, so that you're not going. Because um, I know as a former consultant, there's a habit of like I need to be able to do everything. So going going very wide but not deep versus going very lean but super deep, right? You know, and that's <clears throat> and that's the the thing about me deciding to specialize in risk management. I can have that conversation about any security discipline, even ones I know nothing about, by understanding the risk, the vulnerability, and the root causes and mm -hmm. the environments in which these could become a threat scenario. Yeah. And then once we've architected that understanding at a business level. I pull in the experts to design the project. Right. I don't need to do it. Right? right. I mean, and that's why, I mean, you and I kind of our first like cooperative activities years ago was ESRM. Yeah, man. I mean, that's how we did like, it was it just, cause that 
mean, we could do a whole other discussion on the ups and downs and pros and cons of that. But at the end of the day, it was like this framework is it like works. it works and it works anywhere. And, you know, we call it ESRM, but other business functions have been doing it for years and years. We won't get sidetracked by that. But one thing you want that, that I want to touch on, too, is that um, saying no is super hard for especially for um, new entrants into the right. you want to say yes to everything. You want to be a go getter, a driver. So one thing you said about is that setting that brand and that focus yeah. a lot of times says no for you, um, which can be super helpful when you're not even then you don't have to feel the question yeah. because they're like, oh, Tim does this. They may come to you and say, hey, do you know somebody? Sure. And then you're like, yes, I'll send you this. So I, I, I was talking to Irwin about that the other night. I said, look, I said, when somebody comes to me about something outside of my brand, I can have a quick conversation with them. And if they're like, I want to learn more. I get to elevate somebody. Yeah. I get to say, you know what? If you want to do this, go talk to John. Yeah. He's the guy. And then that person goes to you and he's like, Tim Wenzel said you're the expert. Right. And people are like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, that feels good That's too, awesome. right? You're like, oh, no. yeah. And now you're putting people in the right places. Yeah. And you're elevating those around you. Yeah. Which is supporting your expertise. Right. There's no competition in this industry. Right. right if you're successful yeah the people who are at competition with everybody are the people who are not successful uh for the listeners we're now having the, the, the show floor just open yeah, so everybody, everyone's walking, walking by, by and talking to us which is we, we love it uh proves our point so um and that's so so two last things i want to talk about just on that topic around and you and i so during covid when we first got together as um you know what was GSD, GSD, yep. which then TKG, uh, you know, birthed out of that with you and Lee and others. Um, like, you know, that. I mean, we would talk weekly or more. Like we, or more. I mean, we we had a call every week. Um, but then we would have side conversation. We'd have side conversation. We had Zoom calls. We just pop up. We had the WhatsApp group going. Um, we put together webinars. Yeah, we I were mean, putting together content for ESRM. Yes, yeah. I mean, so like that was, I, I guess, what I want to uh, impress upon folks is that like kindness, connection, and community gets you through hard times. Absolutely. And especially this is like you know, suicide awareness month. You never know what people are doing. You never know what people are going on in their life. And so you know, this stuff heals, yep. and it's powerful for us in an industry that doesn't like to talk about quote unquote soft right. things. So, um, so I just want to acknowledge you for that and your courage and, and, and Lee's courage to get out on stages and talk about things that make people feel uncomfortable. Thanks man. Can we talk about the book? Yeah, man. Let's talk about Let's the book. Go. Let's talk about the book. I, um, I was very lucky to be able to preview a copy. I almost fucking cried <laughs> like multiple, multiple times. I mean, it's, it's, touching, it's, so, it's so powerful because what people may not know is that there was a, a years ago, this was an idea. There was a draft forming. Um, so this isn't something that like this has been in in the works for years. The Kindness Games book. Yeah. The Kindness Games book. Um, and it's so well done. So tell me a little bit about it. Tell me why you guys did it and kind of what people can expect from it. So here's the thing, right? <clears throat> people are telling me like, oh, you're an author now. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> it feels weird. Like, I'm not completely comfortable right there. Yeah. Uh, but Lee and I's name is on the book. Yeah. We did not write most of this book. This book chronicles the first year of the Kindness Games. Mm. 
everybody who completed their journey in the first year had the opportunity to write their story. Yeah. And I think 20 people or so did. Yeah. Um, so that is the power of the book. Actually, you get to see 20 stories of struggle and perseverance and how kindness forming this community and helping people understand how to support one another through one of the hardest times in our current history yeah. worked out. But then Lee and I, we filled it in with the tenets of leading with kindness, right? So this is the philosophy we've developed is 10 points. And we walked through those points uh, in different scenarios, chapters, yeah. transitions. And we talked about what it's like. And we spent a lot of time talking about how to use kindness to persevere through adversity. Right. Because that's where people feel like they can't be kind. We talked a lot about the haters. When you feel like people are hating on you, when you feel like everybody's against you, when you start to want to feel like a victim, mm -hmm. there's an option. Yeah. There's a different route. Right. You can take control, and it's through leading with kindness. Because actually, if you look through every leadership philosophy, if you look through most religious philosophies, they will tell you that the person who is screwing you over the most is the guy in the mirror. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah. It's you. It's you. And you can control you. Right. right. I, um, the presentation that I did on Next Level Leadership, the main takeaway is that the only thing you control as a human being is your effort, attitude, and energy. Everything else is a byproduct of that. Right. It's an external thing that happens to you or um, something you have limited influence over. At the end of the day, it's how do you respond? How do you react? How do you control yourself? Um, so, so quick story and then we'll wrap up. Um, well, one, on the book, just in closing, I mean, actionable takeaways. It's a, it's a blueprint yeah. for not one. First of all, I love how it... Um, it gives you the rules to the game. So it starts out with like, <laughs> with like, you want to play? Here you exactly. go, right? Which is awesome because like, I have a hypothesis that this then drives a whole other network effect of people jumping in and getting a part of it. Because now they got, now they got the formula. Right. There's videos you've created. There's content that tells people how to do it. It's not really a hard thing for anyone who's wondering. Yeah, we, it's on LinkedIn. Thirty days in a row, you post your video every day, um, and uh, do it for thirty days. Different person, different topic, things like yep. that. So simple, but. That part of the book is great. It then gives you a step-by-step, -step, the way the chapters are broken. That's what I love about it. I read yeah. a shit ton. I love books. And the way it flows, it's going to be really consumable. Cool pictures, too. Like, it's all great. I love it. Um, to double tap that point of what you just said on the haters and how you respond, I remember a specific time that we started getting pretty aggressive uh, negative comments on on LinkedIn, on your posts and other posts, um, specifically around our recommendation of lifting up others, yep. diversity in the industry, like we can, we have more in common than we don't. And- um, The common humanity thing would, turned out to be pretty controversial. Yeah, yeah. And there was one person, I don't know if you, re you remember this, but um, they were like, like really hammering us. And you and I had a sidebar and we said, well, how do we want to handle this? Because yeah. he was, there was one female yep. TKG or who he was, for whatever reason, going after her. Yep. Do you remember this specifically? I do. I do. So what did we do? What, do you remember what we did? There's only one way to handle something like yeah. this. Um, and it's to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Online, people can hate because there's no repercussions. Right. Right. 
and, and they can vent. Every time I get a hater online, I usually will respond to their comment once or twice to try to reason it out. Uh, but if it doesn't, I just uh, private message them and be like, hey, let's have coffee. Yeah. Let's jump on a Zoom. Right. I would love to chat with you and understand your perspective. Yeah. Because I may not be seeing this 100% clear. Right. Crickets 100% of the time. Right. Right. They never, they never engage. They never. This... And it shuts it down because it's cowardice. Right. And the thing is, you know, the funny thing is, uh, over the years, three years into TKG, um, we've had people scoff, which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we've had people say, this is ridiculous. We're now to the part to where most of those people here at GSX have come up and be like, I didn't see it, man. Yeah. But I'm looking at the people around you and not just like the volume of people around you, but how happy they are right how close they are and i'm a believer yeah uh, and, and the thing is people don't come to lee and i and directly and say like blah 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 blah, yeah. blah because we'll say that's super interesting let's sit down i want to hear about it yeah and they don't want to have the conversation yeah, yeah. They, they just want to yeah. throw darts they do not want to in, in, you know involve conversation so be open to and become you know i've become known in the industry as the person who will have a conversation with anyone, any executive, any C-suite or anyone you see on TV over any situation or, you know, ailment, anything right. that they're angry about. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Tim, so-and-so is a big deal. And they're angry. But like, hey, I'm going to set up a meeting. And they're like, no, no, you can't do that. I'm like, but why can't we? Let's go have a conversation with them. Yeah. And it cuts through yeah. the crap, man. And, and it brings it to a meaningful resolution. Maybe not my resolution. Right. Maybe they're right. Um, but it's resolved because yeah. people came together. We have a good discussion and we forge a path forward. Communication, staying curious, elimination of our ego. Acknowledging the humanity on yeah. the other side of the argument. Yeah. Right? There's people that have political and social opinions that I couldn't disagree with more. But we are such good friends <laughs> because they're good people. Right. Yeah. And I see the human inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. So I just, I, I love that part of it. Cause I, I, I still remember, cause I was sitting, I was like in the gym and we're messaging. I have this like, like burned in my, you know, my, my, my mental, you know, uh, Rolodex yep. of like, cause it was so striking to say like, we're just going to talk to them Super. and we're just going to ask them. And we had a couple messages and, and oh, lo and behold, he could never make any of the meetings that we set up, and then uh, then he kind of disappeared. Yeah, and then that the, the hate stopped, and because it wasn't, we didn't call him out in public, we didn't make him feel uncomfortable because that's he I, was heard. Yeah, yes, yeah, he was heard. Yeah, yeah, we gave him the platform to have the discussion. We opened it up because at the end of the day, there still is value to saying I'm interested to yeah. understand your perspective. Absolutely. And just because it didn't come from me and come from here doesn't mean it's not valuable. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Any closing comments? Any anything we haven't covered that you want to uh, toss out there? No, man. This was a great conversation. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't with Ron Warman. But yeah. we already did we that. Have done we that. Did yeah, that. We did right. that. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so shout out to Ron. Uh, we've had our great conversation. Yeah. This is another great conversation. Uh, but it was good to back. see you here, man. It was so good to and see you, And good man. to spend time with yeah, you. absolutely. Um, and you know what? If you're looking for community, if you're looking for direction in this industry and security 
is actually becoming a smaller population of the kindness games community. Yeah. We have a lot of leadership and wellness. We have a lot of HR. Mm. We have a lot of people who are not in security. Reach out. Yeah. Join the movement. Find your community. And there's somebody that lives near you. We have somebody on every continent who has done this. Yeah. It's fantastic. Great yeah. thing. Well, love what you're doing, Tim. Keep it up. Shout out to Lee out and keep it up. Everybody keep doing it. We're uh, GSX signing off. Boom. All right. <laughs>